And see, this was my very first time. I was a virgin until um, yesterday. Yeah, no, this is one of those things that I, um, well, I think like there's a statute of limitations as to how far back piracy can go. But uh, cable, it came on cable and I recorded it off cable. Ooh, you rebel, you. Yes, yeah, yeah. But this one's from 1986, Rawhead Rex from 1986 by director George Parlow, which I don't, I didn't find anything else that I knew by this gentleman here. No, and I thought it was uh, directed and written entirely by by Clive Barker. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. It was written by, yeah, but he did not direct this one. But he was the gentleman who gave us Hellraiser from 87 and Nightbreed from 90 and Lord of Illusions from 95. You know, I forgot to put Nightbreed on the list. Wow, really? But we've got to put Nightbreed on that list. Oh, you've got to put Nightbreed. Yeah. No, this actually came from the, it was a short story in Books of Blood, Volume 3. You know, I have the book, the Books of Blood, the the complete volumes. Oh, really? I haven't read them yet, but I do have them. No, I was all into Clive Barker. There was a time when I was reading like everything the man put out. Like seriously, Weave World. I remember Weave World was one of my favorite books of his. I love that book. Now, did you see Midnight Meat Train? Yes, with Brooke Shields. That was the weirdest thing. I'm like, how did you get Brooke Shields to be in a Clive Barker movie? <laughs> but yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now you there's like a... It? Huh? Did you like it? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in my mind, it was a completely different film than what I expected, but I was still fine with it. I was expecting there to be more monsters and demons. I was expecting to be more meat and more train, if you know what I mean. But it's oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I get your meaning. Yep. I mean, from Clive Barker, hello. But yeah, no. So, um, but so this was your first time with Mr. Rex. Yes. Yeah. And possibly last time. <laughs> no, see, I've seen this many, many times. I actually own the uh, Kino Lorber Steelbook of this. Wonderful movie, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't hate it, but I don't exactly love it. I could, I totally, I totally understand. I totally, I think, I think Mr. Barker might be in your, uh, in your field with this one here. I think he was a little let down too. Yeah, it said he hated the film uh, on the (laughs) trivia. While he wrote the screenplay, and it's mostly faithful to the original story, he was very unhappy with the acting, especially with Rawhead Rex's ogre-like design, as he intended the monster to look like a giant phallus. Okay. This this dissatisfaction inspired him to take a more central role when making Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted the creature to be a dick? Well, I think to look like one, not so much because they, I, he really was a dick. If you think about it, he made some pretty dick move decisions. But yeah, he to look like a dick. Yeah. And we're going to get into that, like as we do like the breakdown. But there was one thing that I definitely wanted to talk about, and that was the baptism scene. If you know <laughs> well, what I mean. We, yeah. And, you know, when we get there, I would like to discuss that with all of our listeners, because that's kind of how. I, I had to go through something very similar to that to get on this podcast. <laughs> so before we start throwing stones at glass windows, you know, whatever. I think you're yeah. talking about the R. Kelly podcast. I don't think you're talking about this one. 
oh, you know what? We've all got to do something for what we love. <laughs> hey, golden shower here, pearl necklace there, you know. It's all good. It's all good. It's, it's gotten me to the point where I am today in this lovely cardboard box that I call home. Oh, nice. <laughs> so um, I guess should we, are we just proceeding ahead? Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's roll that trailer. What I saw wasn't human. Oh my God. It was very tall. What's more, it saw me, this thing. My God, man. All of this for Rawhead Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm man. Appreciate it, Bobby. I don't know if this is going to be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Mark? I'm good. How are you? I'm here, man. And God I'm... bless you for delivering this film on to us. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. I have uh, missed your sweet, dulcet tones, my friend. I'll stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are we ready for this? We're as ready as it's ever going to get. Yep. All right. I heard everything that that you were saying, all of the setup and everything, and um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you, this this show has done so many so many really good movies, and and. You ask me to come on here and we do raw head Rex. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just I'm just here to drag down the quality of, of the program, you know, like I do. So not you know. true. Have no, you raise it high above the rest? Yeah. <laughs> and apparently you didn't listen to the troll and troll two debacle, huh? Did, man. I, I, I caught every show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean Troll was troll meant to be like a really good movie. I think I think they went into Rawhead Rex expecting. Well, I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to uh, spoil the end for for anybody who might be listening. Who, uh, <laughs> oh, we spoil everything here. Well, I mean, but we're gonna get to what happens. Saving at the it, end. saving it for the yeah, yeah, the cherry on top. Yeah, but. Yeah, I think I think they went into um, producing this movie thinking that it was just going to just be the biggest blockbuster. Yeah, I think they had good intentions. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Bobby. I think let's see where this goes. Yeah, let's uh, let's see where we're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Now, am I the only one wearing leather? I'm not wearing anything. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. All right, so um, are we are we progressing onward then? Yes. Okay. So 
And then Bobby, do you, I guess, just jump in. I'll do what I can. Okay. All right. So I guess we're starting off. Um, our, our main guy, Howard is Mr. David Dukes and David Dukes, not Duke. Yeah. David. So. Duke. Yep. <laughs> and, um, he was from the handmaid's tale, which I knew him from there, but he was uncredited. That's nineties. And he was also in, and the band played on from 93. That was a TV movie. And he was in the wonderful gods and monsters from 98, um, which was based on like a uh, James whale, the director, James whale. Um, and, um, he was in Stephen King's Rose Red. Did you guys see that one? Yes. Rose Red was great. Yeah, I liked Rose Red. He was in three episodes of that. That's cool. I missed that one. I like Stephen King. I'm not a horror guy, but I do like Stephen King. Oh, God. Uh, You're not a horror guy. I'm really not, man. And Blades knows this about me, man. I'm more, I'm more into sci-fi. You know? so what brought you to Rawhead Rex? I saw it when I was a kid. Uh, I saw it with my friends. And I don't know what expectations we had, but I just remember laughing all the way through it, especially when, you know, when we saw, <laughs> when we saw Rawhead, we just could not stop laughing. We laughed all the way through. So I have fond memories of watching the movie way more fond than, uh, than this, like me watching the movie a couple of days ago. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, did you catch it on cable? Uh, I think we, I think we actually rented it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's fun. Now are your friends, did this, did this sever your friendship with them? Or are you still, <laughs> they're still, they're still brothers to me. We still gotcha. have kind of a okay. bond and, and we still reminisce on Rawhead Rex sometimes. That's awesome. Well, that's cool. All right. So it's not too close to get and drive a wedge between you. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. All right. So we, and then um, his name is Howard in the movie. So we're kind of, this is mainly about him. We're kind of following Howard along. So, Howard um, Hallenbeck. Hallenbeck. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, so he's kind of perusing around the countryside, and he's and he's a writer, and he's uh, looking for a church to do some photography uh, for his book. And at the same time, there are these three gentlemen trying to remove a giant phallic statue in a field. Symbolic. Don't Symbolic. touch totally the symbolic. dick. Right. <laughs> because right, right. And then, um, so then we, we kind of get to know, eventually we get to know mom, who's Elaine, and that's Kelly Piper. Um, Kelly Piper, I, I know, super, super horny. Yeah, she, <laughs> yes, she reminded me kind of of the, um, of the wife from Hellraiser in a weird way, just like her outlook on things. Anyway, she was from Maniac uh, from 1980 with Joe Spinell, and uh, Tom Savini did the special effects on that one. And she was also in Vice Squad. Have you guys seen Vice Squad? That doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, I don't think I have. Oh, God, I love that movie. Okay, so it's got Wings Heiser and like Nina Blackwood. Do you remember her from MTV? She was the one with the blonde with the really raspy voice. She was a VJ. Sounds familiar. Yeah. But if no one's seen Vice Squad, you need to check that one out. Yeah, it's like a crazed, like a crazed pimp and he just goes insane and yeah, it's great. You really need that. That does sound familiar. Maybe I maybe I have seen that. Oh, it's great. It's like from 80, 82. It's wonderful. You need that in your life. But yeah. Anyway, so um basically they're in this town and he's wanting to write his book. Um and um his his wife and his two kids, Robbie and I don't even remember the little girl's name, but they're there. Minty. Was it Robbie and Minty? Minty, that's right, her breath. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with that weird clown doll that she's got 
Um, everything, everything about those kids is a little weird, man. The whole, the whole family dynamics are weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and before we go much further, I want to mention Howard cracks himself up. He 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 really thinks that he's hilarious. Like he just has a sense of humor. He throws out his little jokes, and I think he's the only one who thinks that he's funny. Yeah, I can't quite understand how he and Elaine got together and why they're still together. Because I don't, they just don't seem like a couple to me. She's super, super horny, man. I think he got her at the right time. I don't know what it is. It's very, very interesting. Very interesting. So anyway, so they're uh, they're in this little town, and then the uh, the storm comes in and lightning strikes, and the the uh, little phallic statue, not little, I guess it's gigantic, <laughs> gigantic penis in the middle of a field uh and it uh the uh the, the statue's knocked over and it uh releases rex basically do you think <laughs> it would be all over <laughs> <laughs> do you think it would be too on the nose if that uh, uh phallic symbol was made from wood instead of stone <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think they missed the prime opportunity. Exactly. Right, right. And then in the church, we get to meet uh, Declan, 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 Declan O'Brien. Yeah. Ronan Wilmot. And I actually found nothing that I knew this man from before. And in my notes, I just wrote down creep. Creep. Yeah. <laughs> he he was pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, but I love the, uh, so in the church, there's this stained glass window Um and at the bottom, there's like basically Rawhead Rex, an image of Rawhead Rex with these two like red eyes. So when the sun hits it just right, they like these like laser beams kind of shoot in on the on, on the Declan or Declan Declan. Well, uh, when I was watching it, I actually thought that Bobby Anthem had his laser eye pointed directly <laughs> into the thing and he was shooting lasers. On the I just recently found my laser eye. <laughs> yeah, don't leave home without that. Everybody uh, should have one. Yeah, but this guy, I like, I know he was supposed to have this like weird connection with Rawhead Rex, but he seemed creepy before that even happened. Like, he just seemed like a creepy person to me. Yeah. All the way around. <laughs> and he uh, was always a dick, too. He was a real dick. Yeah, he just seemed like that, the kind of, well, he seemed like a little creepy. bit. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. I kind of, I feel like Howard came in there with, uh, you know, I mean, first of all, Howard came in there just American and you know how we are, you know, and uh, he had his little jokes, you know. So, I mean, how much how much of Howard could one person really take with his jokes? You know, his little little jokes. Oh, cool. Is he, is he oh, would he happen to be old? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. one, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, Howard yeah. Ellen back. Right. And then actually, I was going to move into that. Yes. Yeah, so he's actually looking for Reverend Coot, who is. Um, I think it's Nial. It's N A I, no N I A L L, and then Tobit. Um, but uh, I, again, I found nothing that this man was in that I knew at all. This actor, this gentleman. Um, but he's actually looking for him, and he wants the parish records in a, in a bad way. Uh, but he finds him uh, in the rectory with tons and tons of clocks, which made Walter very happy because he's a clock collector. But that's you cool. know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, I like that. Uh, but uh, he brought up something about the persistence of sacred rites and fertility in uh, fertility cults. Um, and that's what uh, Howard's kind of in search of, his book. He's looking to, to write about that. And um, I thought it was interesting. They're staying at the Tall Man uh, Hotel. Yes, I wanted to mention that. Yeah. 
That, all, okay, that yeah. brings up, uh, did he do Phantasm? If only, can you imagine mixing Rawhead Rex with Phantasm? Holy, <laughs> because I was thinking like Tall Man and now, I don't know if it's the Tall Man urban legend or if it's like Tall Man regarding the Phantasm, but like that's kind of the parallels I drew to it. I immediately thought Phantasm. Okay, so I'm not the only one. That's good. Yeah, I thought it was just maybe like just a quick little homage, probably. Yeah. I might be wrong. I, I didn't do any research or anything, but I immediately thought homage to Phantasm. Hey, and uh, Angus Scrim, I believe he's, uh, I do believe he's Irish. Yeah, I just thought it was an erection reference. Myself. I think, well, <laughs> everything, when you really get down to it, that's all. <laughs> any of these movies are about this is a movie right. about dick right 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 um and then we and then it kind of just so rex is released and then we go to the scene with this swinging farm door which belongs to dennis um and his pregnant wife who's cooking look at that <laughs> we're there already yeah yes and and I love how like Howard kind of hears the scream and his wife and they're talking. He's like, Oh, it's just a monsoon. And I'm like, no, it's, it sounds nothing like a monsoon. Yeah. Do they have monsoons there? No. <laughs> no. Um, anyway. And then, and then they're, the, the, he and his wife are kissing in public and the lady in the red, uh, red kind of cape and hood jacket gives him the, the, the stink eye. The old evil eye. The old evil eye. And that will come into play later, but we need to mention that now because she, the uh, Elaine's like, she looks familiar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, she does. And we'll figure out why later. But um, so then, then we were back at the, uh, the farmhouse where uh, Rex is on his rampage. Yeah. And this was the first time of me actually seeing the entire a uh, creature suit and outfit and I was <laughs> laughing my ass off. I couldn't stop the first time, man. I could not stop laughing. Even when he was off screen, I was still laughing. He was shaking, moving his head. You know that we were talking about the mouth being open and not being able to close, but I yeah. could see the rubber mask moving from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> and his rubber nipples, like the whole chest thing is very rubbery. Too. <laughs> yes. I don't know. And even the fingers, like the claws would, the claws would bend back. (laughs) And it's like, you you know, you could have spent a little bit of time with the effects work and making the rubber hand not look like a rubber hand. Right. Now, wait, since you brought that up, I'm going to do it now. So our actual creature effects were done by Peter um, McKenzie Litton. And since neither one of you like are like slasher fans, as far as I can tell, he actually did Slaughter High in 86, and he was a writer and director and effects guy on that one. And that's pretty much it for him. Now, was Slaughter High full of uh, people in rubber suits? No, not really. It was full of Carolyn Monroe, if you know who that is. No. Caroline Monroe? I do no. not. Neither one of you? Nope. You've got to be kidding me. Nope. You, should check this. you need to look this woman up. I think you two will become fans very quickly. She's very pretty. Um, but anyway, she was in that. Um, but yeah, so it's like a slasher, like, you know, when everyone was cashing on slashers, but anyway, that gentleman was tied to that too. And that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> I'm not being mean, but this may be why he didn't do anything else. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> <making> fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
So yeah. So okay. So Dennis goes out to check on the. Wait, I'm, I'm 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 sorry. Since since it's the first time we see uh, Rawhead Rex in full, uh, can we mention the uh, actor real quick who um who was oh, <laughs> in I, the I rubber heard, pig hole suit? Heinrich von uh, what is it? Schellendorf. Something like that. Yeah, man. Now, from what I saw, this this was a young dude, man. Nineteen years old, six foot eleven. Yeah, now they originally wanted, um, oh, God, help me, the guy that played Chewbacca, which I'm blanking oh. on, but he wanted too much money. Ah, uh, well, I can see that. Peter Mayhew, Peter Mayhew. Yeah, right? yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He made the right choice, I think. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I would never watch Star Wars again. <laughs> Not the same way, no. What is, is it Christopher? I, now I'm now where are my I thought I had my notes, but I can't figure out for like me where it was. But yeah, the the is it Christopher or Peter? I feel so bad. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm blanking on the name. Anyway, but yeah, he wanted too much money to do it. But did he really or did he see the costume and that's why the price went up? <laughs> <laughs> but so um so now the wife he's like, I locked the farm door, and she's like, Well, it's open now. And he goes out there and the lock is like busted to shit. And I'm like, don't go in the farm, but I mean, don't go in the farmhouse, but he does anyway. Um, and then now, like, if you see everything happening and you see this big guy, I know he looks like rubber, but let's put ourselves like it looks, you know, this is really going on. Would you stand there and just keep screaming or would you not like react differently? I think I would probably run and scream. Yeah, just stand there screaming. I'm like, he knows where you are because you're screaming at the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never really understood sustained screaming though I, like I just no. as a concept i've never understood that i can understand being in shock and like a quick reaction oh you know but then shut the hell up and 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 leave and book it yeah 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 <laughs> get the hell out of the room yeah so no she does not do that and she's pregnant so like so she gets up to the basically upstairs bedroom and then rex comes in there and uh we're not quite sure what happens just yet with her so that's kind of like something we'll figure out. Yeah. And don't well, we see her um, like before the scene cuts, it, it puts a hand on her stomach. Yes. It reaches okay. down to her pregnant belly. Yeah. yeah. Which the first time I saw this, I thought he was going to like go in there for the kill. Yeah. I thought he was going to yank the baby out of there for real. I know, yeah. And then like whirl it around. <laughs> Wear it around his neck with like a chain and shit. Like a medallion. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, yeah, (laughs) but we're ahead of ourselves. So anyway, so now Howard, uh, Howard's out for a walk and then we flip to the, uh, basically the trailer park or the caravan park with all the uh, different little trailers. And we get uh, Andy and um, Andy and his girlfriend. And then the kid (laughs) who won't give them the piece to make out (laughs) boys and shit. Oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) I I was that little kid with, uh, the back of his shirt said muscle power and I'm like in the front said, okay. And I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> okay. Muscle power. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, But yeah, I was, I, my aunt, my poor aunt, she dated this guy who actually became her husband, but they started dating over the summer when I was down at my grandparents' place. And I decided I didn't like him. And I did the same thing to them. Like I would not leave them alone. I remember that I was this kid too. I used to do that with my older sister. Like I would sneak up the stairs and like try to spy on them to see what they were doing. And uh, get the hell out of here. You're such a bastard. You know, that kind of thing. 
to take Polaroids of them in the shower. No, I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the I'm not that little kid from the fun house now. Right. Anyway, oh, Katrina, that's the other girl. I'm sorry. Andy and Katrina. That's yes. Katrina, uh, Katrina keeps telling Andy that she wants to talk to him, but he doesn't want to talk. Yeah, he's also super, super horny. Right. He needs to get with Elaine. He needs to get with Elaine. That's, I thought that the whole time. Yeah, he needs some Elaine in his life. Yeah, yeah so they're out by the tree, and, and uh, he's trying to, like, force his tongue down her throat. And uh, it looked, it seemed like really cold in this movie. Did you notice that like everyone had like, you could see their breath even in the houses? Yeah, I think that's just Ireland though. I guess. Anyway, so they're out there like he's trying to get his, his groove on with Katrina and it's cold and she's trying to talk to him. He's just trying to make out. And he was never taught that no means no. No, he didn't know. Not back then. Not in the 80s. No. Um, so anyway, and then he locks the kid in the he locks the other kid in the in the van, but or in the I'm sorry, the caravan. But eventually he gets out. Yeah, can I just uh, pose a question about that? Yeah, I've heard it. of people getting locked out of places, but how do you lock a child inside of somewhere? Because kids are dumb. <laughs> One time we were playing hide and seek with my cousin, and we did that to her. We locked her in the car, and she started banging and screaming. And we're like, can you unlock it from the inside. <laughs> So it's happened to the best of us. Oh, shit. Okay, maybe I'm just looking at it through adult eyes and it's like, you know, I guess kids are dumb. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, so then uh, that's when um, that's when uh, the the trailer park is aroused when they hear the the kids uh, screaming because they found Dennis hanging upside down after uh, Rex has been kind of munching on him. And it's like a Dennis Pinata, anyway, I guess you would call it. And Dennis is a farm guy, by the way. Okay, yeah, I forgot who that was. Because the, the, oh, the police, they, they, they uh, back at the farm, they couldn't find Dennis's body. And they thought that maybe his wife, like, had something to do with his, like, disappearance. Like, oh, right. And then in little clips, we see Rawhead Rex dragging the body through the yeah, woods. Yeah, through the woods. Yeah, yeah. So, so then the Andy, not Andy. So I'm sorry. Yeah, Andy. So Andy and Katrina take off running and they're holding hands and they're running away. Um, but the, <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts in the movie. Um, but he actually um, gets a hold of Andy. Rex does. But uh, Katrina doesn't realize this because she's so frightened and she makes it back to the trailer park holding Andy's hand. But he's not attached to the rest of it. Yeah. And then she says, tell him. And like, oh, she, <laughs> she's like the hand. Is, ah! <laughs> right, right. And then that, and then Howard locks eyes with uh, Rex way up on the hill, and they become, I guess, like somehow entangled with each other. They were in a romantic entanglement. If only. Um, how would that work out? I wonder. Well, you know, there'd be a lot of baptisms. Oh, there would be baptism. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of baptisms. I picture Rex being like really into you at first, but then like wanting nothing to do with you. He seems like that kind of dude. Yeah, yeah he, totally. he's one of those demons. Yeah, and then Howard like keep calling, and like it would take him a long time to realize, like, okay, like I'm not interested, but he like would not get that hint. So then the search party goes out looking for uh, Andy, and then that's when they find Dennis's remains, and then they find Andy's remains minus his head. I didn't see that part. I guess. You were too busy crying. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're like, why am I watching this? Oh, it's like you sons of bitches. Right, right. But this is also when we found out that Robbie is a big comic book reader, which kind of makes Robbie cool in my book because I'm a big comic book nerd. That's neither here nor there. All right. So then it's a new day. And that's when the police discover another dead person when they find the body of the gentleman that was trying to dig up the giant phallic symbol in his field with his neck ripped open. Yeah, that seems to be the uh, the modus operandi of uh, Rawhead Rex. You know, he can't close his mouth, so he tries to give everybody hugs and ends up digging right. into their necks. Right. He just kind of flips his little fingers around until they make contact. Yeah. <laughs> With his retractable nails, which I thought were kind of cool. Uh, and then so Howard goes to report his his uh, chance eye contact meeting with Rex to the police. And then he describes him as very tall, eight to nine feet, but not a man. And that it saw him with fixed eyes and they were burning red. Burning course, red. Burning red. And of course, what does that sound like to everyone else? Cattle. Satan. No, cattle. Oh, I was going to say uh, Satan. <laughs> Not cattle. You say Satan, I say a cow. <laughs> One man Satan is another man's cow. <laughs> but I thought, you know, good for you. How ballsy is that to go to the police with a story like that and think they'll take you seriously? Uh, but anyway, so then Howard storms off and he goes to the parish looking for those records that have been removed by the creep. Um, and then he starts uh, reading in the window, the, the Rawhead Rex window underneath it, and basically the the uh, the, the little uh, quote underneath is "Death goes in fear of what it cannot be, or what it can't create." Right? I don't. I wrote down "Death goes in fear of what it cannot be or create." Whatever you want to say it. Okay. Which, yeah. I, I don't know. I I didn't know what it meant at the time until the end of the movie, but then I was like, "Aha! That's what it means." Right. Right. Exactly. It cannot create a good lifelike creature. <laughs> it cannot, it cannot close its mouth. Right. Right. And then I have in my notes that the creeper cusses and smashes. Um, oh God. I don't know. Where, okay. And, oh, and then, and then he has an altercation with Howard. They, they seem to say fuck a lot for like, you know, being clergy and everything. Yeah. For a Declan, he's got a filthy mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he doesn't kiss the Virgin mother with that mouth. He does and he has. He does and he has. And then so the family, they hightail it out of the hotel and they're on their way to Dublin for more of uh, his uh, the father's um, book tour so he can get all of his notes and everything. And then again, I did note that Robbie was reading a Star Wars comic in the backseat. Why was the little girl talking about a bottomless pit? Because the mother in the car, the mother, uh, somebody was hungry. Somebody oh. was hungry, and I think she said that they just ate, and you're a bottomless pit, something like I that. I thought they were. That was a reference to her sexual appetite. Oh, see, I wasn't paying attention to like what they were saying. I just heard she kept asking, "Mommy, what's a bottomless pit?" And so I, I was like, "What does that matter?" <laughs> oh, yeah, they were peeking in oh. through there. It's anyone who's married to Howard. Yeah. yeah. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so then they, so on, on their way out, the wife spots something in the field and she has Howard stop and they go back to check out what it is, but it's not wrong. Oh, oh, we, we, we passed the point. I I wanted to mention that, uh, when the kids were fighting over the the book and the, the story, uh, those kids 
they were, they've been in Ireland for a month and a half, and those kids are very, very Irish. Yeah, yes, exactly. Well, her she's supposed to be Irish. The mom's, like, supposed to be Irish, so I guess that's what that's about. Irish-American, come on. Yeah. <laughs> those kids are Irish-Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know. I think we're just supposed to go with some things. And not- I, I think so, yeah, yeah. especially since... I mean, I know we're a little off the mark, but, you know, we're talking about the movie and we passed the part and people who are going to watch the movie are going to notice that those kids definitely have Irish accents. Uh, and they're both, I guess, pretty accomplished actors now. Like the little boy, I looked him up. The little boy is my age. He's two months older than me, um, which and he's still acting. And that's cool. And yeah. I guess they're, they're both a pretty big deal in Ireland. But at the time, they were kids. It's an Irish movie. It was released mostly in Ireland. So people in Ireland probably didn't notice or care so much that the kids had a pretty fairly thick Irish accent. Right. I think they were just still so enamored with the Rawhead Rex effects, like they didn't even notice. Yeah, they were hypnotized by those red eyes. Hypnotized by those red eyes, man. (laughs) Yeah, red (laughs) eyes. Exactly. (laughs) Um. So they go back to the field, but it's just a scarecrow. It was not Rawhead Rex just standing there for no reason. So anyway, they have Drew, who is actually the other kid that was scarred by seeing Rawhead Rex at the uh, trailer park. And he was not able to speak, but he was luckily able to draw a really bad rendition of Rawhead Rex on paper. With burning red eyes, yeah. With burning red eyes. And that's when the police think that maybe the Yank was right. It was not a cow. So our Minty has to pee. And then so they stop. So I have actually so she can piss by the road all alone. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, in so the 80s, there, there was all kinds of suspect shit going on. Right. Know? And so, so the mom's like, she's old enough. She needs to grow up sometime. <laughs> she did say that, man. Elaine is just the best right. kind of parent. Man. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to sit here and gyrate my crotch so I can get some action <laughs> on alone. While my daughter just pisses by herself behind that big bush. And this little girl is only like maybe a, a foot and a half three? tall. Right. Yeah. Like three years old. I know you, I know you just saw a giant meat monster pig Hulk, but the kid right. has got exactly. to grow up sometime. Right. Right. <laughs> but pee in the woods like the rest right. of us. Right. And like, so they're like, go to that bush, but not, there's like 20 other bushes before that bush. Not that one. No, not that one. No, that one way over there. Yeah. Go stand behind. Yeah. Go go stand behind that bush that we also have to pass through a gate to get to. Right. Yeah. And she's like, you're not going to look. I'm like, no one's going to look. They don't even care. You just go urinate. But eventually the dad goes with her. Um, and then she screams and then, so mom runs out there and it's just a dead bunny. It's not Rawhead Rex taking a, a bite out of her, but they, that means that Robbie is left alone in the car. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then dad sees, eventually sees Rex and he reacts so poorly. Yes. <laughs> I want it. What kind of a parent? Like, okay, you're running to your kid, but oh the gate stops you and you just kind of hang on to the gate and you're like, no, right. no. <laughs> right. What was he going to do if he had seen Ryan Rex <laughs> oh. while Minty was over there peeing? 
and Elaine was in the car flicking her bean, apparently. <laughs> what the hell was he going to do? He didn't do a damn thing to stop Broadhead Rex from, from eating his boy. No. Yeah. I'm a, I have three kids, man. I'm fighting to the death. I don't care if it's a giant meat monster, Pig Hulk. I don't care. I'm fighting to the death. That thing is not taking my kid without taking me with him. I think Elaine should have went, and I think it would have worked out completely different, if you know what I mean. I think so, man. She was she was feeling it, man. Yeah, she would have been all over Rawhead Rex. Maybe there would have been a, an indecent proposal involved there. I think so, too. I think so, too. Anyway, Rawhead so, Rex would have been running away like, I think we should see other people. <laughs> right. He's like, you're not quite Rawhead yet. <laughs> anyway, so... so Rex runs off and then dad puts on the chase, but he's not, not capable of keeping up with Rawhead once he's got Robbie. So he heads back and then um, the police are like, I think there's a connection. Um, and then, so then dad does another poor drawing of Rawhead Rex and he's angry about the police not taking him seriously and it's too late. So he storms off to the church. Which is where he finds out that there's uh, missing puzzle pieces in the stained glass windows. The stained glass window, exactly. And then, um, then the creeper says that, that they buried the devil alive and they thought that they could forget. But they can't forget the devil. And then the pastor scares off the creeper. And then the windows, he says, were the, the church itself was damaged and that the windows had existed since 1860. But, okay, now, considering the timeline of this movie, uh, Rawhead Rex was supposed to be around before the advent of Christianity had come to Ireland itself, mm-hmm. and there was apparently paganism and fertility cults or whatever going on there, and that Rawhead Rex was a product of that, or he was the original god or something of that land. Now, don't you think those stained glass windows would have come way before the 1800s? Well, and did the village people exist back then? Because I'm pretty sure he was dressed like the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're looking too hard into this. Yeah, I, I oh. guess I'm, I'm looking for I'm looking for facts when there are no facts yeah. to be found. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> You're putting way too much energy into uh, right. the, the backstory of this giant right. latex rubber monster. <laughs> right. I can't help it. I'm just a stickler right. for details. Yeah, no, that's that's all on you. That's all. Don't put this on the movie maker. This is all on you, Rob. Yes, it's my fault for wanting continuity. Exactly. That's your hang up, sir. Um, I will say though, before we, I, I will say that um, I think that. I think that that could be kind of a compelling story. You know, like the bits and pieces are there. Um, oh, yeah. Totally. I, I, I definitely don't want to see a sequel or even a reboot to this, but I would kind of like to see a prequel. What about a requel? I, I kind of want Elaine to hook up with Rawhead Rex and see where that takes her. That's the movie I want, man. Let me, I'm going to do a quick hub search after we get off. <laughs> here. I bet you, I bet you they have it. The Awakening. <laughs> it's but this one is called uh bareback rex <laughs> i didn't sign up for this 
<laughs> okay. So the, now, so, uh, and then that's where it's brought up that this wasn't always Christ's house. It wasn't always, you know, dedicated to, to Jesus. And then the pastor, the pastor freaks out after he touches the altar and it gets hot. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then we see Rex back at the trailer park. And this is when Walt brings up the, <laughs> the one guy, he's like, isn't that ugly Davy Jones from the monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Um, where they're all sitting around the inside with, with Sean, the drunk, and he, he gets his head ripped off. Um, and the others are all freaking out after uh, Rex topples the, the uh, trailer. Yeah. Well, he was the idiot who never should have kicked the door open and tried to escape from that. Right. Right. And then there's boobies for boobies sake. Oh yes. It's, I was, how does glass cut a, uh, how does it cut a blouse that perfect? And just like, I know, I know. I think, I honestly think she was prepared for a swinging key party. Oh. She's like, oh, my shirt. But then <laughs> like, you know, he, he did his own thing there. Like how those strippers have the Velcro pants that they can just kind of rip off. Or podcasters. Or, um, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Calling me out on my shit, huh? <laughs> yes, I was talking about you, not me. Oh. Or me. <laughs> right. Um, and then I love the guy who like shoots the propane ca- uh, tank. It just explodes. And now is that when the cops are like fire? And then they like, or no, sorry, that's the wrong. Yeah, no, I'm, this, I'm way this, ahead. Sorry. This is the guy freaking out with the gun. Like when there's chaos at the trailer park, at the caravan park. Um, and then there's just like dead people everywhere. And rocks, uh, Rex has another person's head walking around. Oh, yeah. Like what did uh, he do with booby lady, though? That's what I want to know. Yeah, well, again, I think that might be in the Elaine requel you guys are talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Again, yeah, I think that was just thrown in there because it's like, we've got no nudity. We got to do something. So they gave us boobs. Yeah, got to keep the butts in seats somehow. Right, exactly. Um, and then, uh, so the police arrive there and it's like chaos. And so, and then Howard uh, and his, uh, oh, he's out uh, with his picks. Uh, taking more pics with his family, with Elaine and his family. And then he's wanting people to go house to house to find out like what they know about uh, defeating Rex. Um, is there some kind of sword to do this? Is there a knife to do this? What kind of weapon, you know, would they use to, to put him back in the ground because it's happened once before. Um, and then, Oh, and then there's the whole police pursuit in the a car when they're attacked by Rex and then Rex hypnotizes the inspector um, who's played by, uh, Again, Neal O'Brien. There's two Neals in here. He was in, actually in Excalibur 81. Did you guys see Excalibur? I might have. Okay, that was pretty cool. And then he was in Braveheart 95. Oh, I definitely saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, with Mel Gibson. Anyway, um, so he gets hypnotized by Rex with his red eyes. And then the other officer just flips the car on the side as he's trying to escape. <laughs> um, and then uh, we're uh, treated to the... To the um, to Reverend Coot's blistered fingers after touching the <laughs> altar. And then, um, oh, and then we get the, the, uh, the, the Declan in the cemetery with Rex. Ah, yes. The, uh, the baptism. Yes. And then that's when the, uh, that's when Reverend Coot spies the pastor or, or sp- the pastor spies the Declan being peed upon by uh, Rex. Now. Okay. Did any of you think that that wasn't pee at first? Well, it's kind of symbolic, <laughs> but I mean, 
what the first time I saw it, I, I understood that it was pee, but I understood what it was supposed to be. Oh, I don't like. I just at first I thought, okay, Rex was like jer- jacking off and uh, you know giving the guy a bukkake party. Um, but then I was like, oh no, that's got to be pissed because it's coming out way too liquidy. <laughs> yeah, really fast, and it's making that noise. Yeah. Actually, it had been a while since I'd seen this, and when he was on his, if we're going to go there, when he was on his knees, I'm like, is he going to give Rawhead Rex head? Like I was Rawhead. trying to head. <laughs> yeah. Rawhead. Yeah. I was trying to remember. And then when the stream shot out, I'm like, no. And then I started crying and Walt's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, this is what I had to do to. <laughs> That's what the R stands for in R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Rawhead <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. But no, yeah, so it was just just a pee shower. Yeah. Which me, the Declan already looked like he'd be stinky. I'm like, this is just going to make matters worse. Yeah. <laughs> Baptized in piss. Right, exactly, exactly. And then so, um, then that's when they end up kind of back, right? Yeah, they're back in the church, more or less. And then the police are outside. Yeah, because Rawhead is... Uh, uh- Trying to get into the church, chasing after the father. Right. And then the Declan's like, he's like, uh, the now Rex wants to baptize you. He's telling uh, Reverend Coot this. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I can see through his eyes. What he sees, I yeah. see. Yeah. And then, um, so, um, um, and then the Reverend's trying to like reason with the, the Declan, who's clearly insane. Um, and then uh, the inspector, uh, Giesing, um, or Giesing, I don't know how to say his name. Anyway, the ones that hypnotize, he shows up and he starts dumping gasoline all over the, the police outside the church. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. And he sets everything on fire. And he and, sets yeah. himself on fire, too. Yeah, and then he runs, up to, he runs up to Rex and he's burning and he's like, it's all for you. Yeah, and I really thought that uh, Rawhead was going to baptize him just, you know, to put out the flames. Right. Well, I just thought this is for comparison to Holly Palance's Offer to Damien in the Omen. I'm like, yes, man. Yeah, this does not compare to her gift. Um, and then uh, at first, uh, let's see, crushes. Oh, and then um, let's see, and then uh, he somehow gets back into the church. I think. Let's see, a crush, and then he crushes a crucifix, kills a reverend. Yeah, and carries him outside. Yeah, and then let's see. Howard leaves his family and then finds the burnt folks and dying reverend. Oh, and then the then that's right. And then the altars and then the reverend says altar. And then the useless policeman stays with him while Howard runs back in. And he opens the altar, which is actually a box with glowing red stuff inside of it. And, and I then, immediately oh, thought Indiana Jones. Right. And his face is going to melt. Because that, <laughs> that would cost too much money. Um but instead, we find a little uh, Venus of Willendorf fertility statue inside. Yes. And it was a, complete with a vagina on the front. Complete with a vagina on the front. Yes, exactly. Um, and then so um, Howard has the statue and he runs out to the uh, cemetery and all the little uh, tombstones around him. Um, and then <laughs> I love how the uh, Rex just kind of like has enough with the creeper and just kind of takes a big old bite out of his neck. And yeah. really <laughs> He's like, would you shut up, please? Right. I'm done with you. Again, the, the Declan's not taking the hint that Rex has moved on. But, <laughs> He's just uh, not that into you. 
yeah, I'm just not that into you, man. Um, and then so uh, Howard is trying to, to work his magic with the stone, but it's just not happening. Yeah, and, he's uh, uh, he's like, come on, work, damn it, work. Right, right. And it's not. And so he gets like kind of slapped away by Rex. And then Elaine pops up. And why she, was she not wearing pants? <laughs> you know why. <laughs> she was doing something else in that cemetery that was. Uh, like, is this where the Prince concert is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nasty girl. Uh, no. So, so she shows up and she grabs the statue and it's a completely different story. Only a woman can wield the statue. Yep, because then we're treated to really lame blue lights. Which confused Rawhead Rex, and he doesn't know what to do about this. No, and then we get the a lady in red, like kind of hood cowl thing. It's an apparition that kind of floats above Elaine. And she's like, is this a three-way? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm okay with that. <laughs> right. And like, Oh yeah. I forgot the vagina does open up and that's yeah. the, the red lady pops out of there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, so clearly a woman needs to operate the Venus of Willendorf fertility statue to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And death is defeated by the only thing that it cannot create, which is life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or a good creature. <laughs> so we've come full circle have we now i think um, yeah and then so the ground opens up like a tomb opens up like the world's deepest tomb opens up and rex falls down there um, bottomless pit with, yeah with the fertility statue and then it's a new day sun is shining birds sun are chirping shining, birds are chirping and we have uh, the mute child is now placing flowers on Andy's, I guess, box contained. Well, no, they found the body. Um, so I guess they found the body. I don't know if they found the head, but they have his hand. So that the hand has at least be re- been reunited with Andy's body. And that's been buried. And that's just nice. Isn't that nice? It's a happy ending. All's well. Unfortunately, that's not the happy ending, though. What do you mean? Well, right before the camera cuts to the credits, we see Rawhead. What? (laughs) I think that's what he said. You mean that dehydrated Rawhead Rex didn't stay down in the tomb? (laughs) Not in the cut I saw. Because because 80s. (laughs) And they had to say... He came back for Rawhead Rex 2, The Awakening, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> That's right. The Caligula cut. Right. Oh, my gosh. With Dame Judy Jen, Dame Judy Dench. I need to quit referencing her because I can't say her name. Yeah, Keep so at it, man. <laughs> Keep at it. <laughs> not happen. So, Bobby, mm-hmm. would you recommend this film to other people that you did not like? Not in good conscience. Um, and I mean, I, well, I guess I recommended it to Blaze. Dude, I'm sorry, man. You really are my friend. You really, really are. I mean that. I didn't mean to do this to you, but it had to be done eventually. No, no, I do not recommend this movie. 
not for not for any reason not not if you enjoy horror movies not if you enjoy monster movies not if you enjoy uh special effects some of the acting was good i'm not gonna say like some of the acting was good i thought reverend coot um did a damn good job for what he had to work with i I can't remember the actor's name but you know i think he did okay um elaine was super horny she she played her part the way that it was supposed to be played i guess i don't know was acting yeah maybe that was all her she put that that was yeah yeah that was real deal (laughs) so that's why it came off authentic um but no i wouldn't recommend this movie for any reason at all um it's i don't think it was a good movie i mean i've seen worse it wasn't horrible but um no i don't think anybody is going to get anything good out of this movie it led to one good thing but you know we'll get to that but no 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 I, I, I keep saying it because I mean it. No, I do not recommend this movie for <laughs> anybody at all for any reason ever. So now would you say it was worse than Virus? I don't think I've seen Virus. I think okay. you're you're trying to get on that virus train. We're going to have He's to cover recruiting. that movie. <laughs> He's recruiting the antivirus. Yeah, and I, I don't want to call you on the carpet. I know we just met, but... Just because you have your top ripped off and you're screaming really does not make you a good actress, Bobby. I wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> now, we, I, as you'll come to know, Bobby Anthem loves boobies. I really, really did. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my three favorite things. There you go. All right. Well, you know what? It's good to have a point counterpoint for the show. Or count pointer points. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now, Rob, virgin. <laughs> how did you feel about the milf? The film. How did I feel about the milf? Um. <laughs> yeah, how did you feel about the milf? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The real, the rawhead. The, I gotta tell you, I I would not recommend this movie aside from the boobies. <laughs> Um, they help everything. They yeah, help they do. They, they kind of make it better, like a little easier to swallow, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, but, we are straight guys, man. man it's like, this I, don't, is I don't hold your lifestyle against you. No judgments. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, though, um, when I saw this and seeing the Clive Barker name attached to it, I was... I had my expectations a little bit higher. Yeah. I I'm think so sorry for that. And so yeah. sorry for that. I should have warned you. So about when that. I saw the rubber gorilla costume, I was kind of let down a little bit. Oh, you know, what's funny too, since you mentioned that when you saw the Clive Bart, when I sold the idea to you the first time to do this movie, I said, yeah, we, we should do Rawhead Rex. And you said, oh, okay, is it going to be good? And I said, well, Clive Parker. Yeah, <laughs> like, you didn't, he didn't tell me anything about the film. I was just like, all right, I'm going to, it's on Shutter, so I'm going to watch it. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jesus. So sorry. <laughs> I'm replacing you. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, nah, you know, I love you, brother. Hey, man. So now no. I, myself, I actually own the steelbook of this thing. I actually enjoy it for what it is. If you like campy creature movies, like you're going to laugh at like the rubberness of it and everything. I think it's fun for what it is. I do like the, the, 
the goofiness of some of the kills, like the hand scene. I still love that scene with her running and there's the hand, you know, but there's nothing left attached to it. I think it's fun for what it is. Um, I like the over top, over the top performance of like the Declan. He's just insane. Yes, he is. I think Elaine is fun for what she is to me. Like just the whole piece scene is worth it. The price of admission right there. It's just <laughs> so weird. Like him just screaming while his son's killed. This movie was very P forward. Yes. I, I just love that. Um, so I, just for that, it, you know, in and of itself. And I think if you're like a Clive Bart, a Clive Barker completist, I think you need to at least see this one time in your life. Otherwise you can't claim that you love Clive Barker. Even the only the only reason I would say that it is necessary to see this movie is because it was because of this movie that he decided to be more hands-on um, oh, with his movies. Exactly. It, it, it directly led to him doing Hell, Hellraiser. Yeah, right. No, so I, I think for that reason, it's it's fun for what it is. I, I do actually really enjoy it. So, And yes, if you are looking for breast, it does offer two of them. Yes. And yeah. I mean, it's not um, it's not completely without its merits. I'll give it that. But I think a one time watch is probably best. For you. Yes, for me <laughs> and for Bobby and for Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Unless well, he just cool. fast forwards to the boob scene. Yeah, he just watches the boobs again and again. He's yeah. got that. Up. <laughs> Look, I watched I watched the movie once. And since then, I went blind. Is there <laughs> some <laughs> correlation? <laughs> <laughs> there might be there, yeah there might be actually yeah we don't know it's yet to be proven or disproven now did you stare directly into rawhead's burning red eyes i stared directly into the breast if we're being honest <laughs> okay <laughs> i wasn't i was a teenager when i saw the movie <laughs> the first time so. yeah all oh, good times now this i've not even talked to you about this rob what are we doing next? So everyone knows. <laughs> Ooh. See? Do you want to do Silver Bullet? Oh, shit. That's right. We were doing Werewolves. Is that okay with you? Yes. I, I would actually love to see Silver Bullet again. All right. So we'll bite the Silver Bullet. And we'll do that next. Yes. And we will touch Corey Feldman in various places. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> cool all right so we got that out of the way all right cool 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 i had a blast i don't know how you two felt about this but this was a lot of fun i'm glad we did this man i'm I'm appreciate you having me here to do this really blaze and i have been trying to figure out what uh you know how i could contribute and um i'm glad we did this this was a lot of fun to me man it's it's fun to talk to you mark you're you're like cool as hell man this was a whole lot of fun Oh, thank you. I mean, it, uh, the restraining order still stands, but, you know, <laughs> you know, kind of let bygones be bygones. So. Just paper. It's just paper. <laughs> it's just paper. <laughs> no, this was, I had a, seriously a ton of fun. We will have to find another um, breast heavy film to talk about. I do like heavy breasts. Heavy breasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I. Always love it when you're on and we get to do things together, just like in the old days. Sure, man. We would in humans forever, forever and ever. For life, baby. (laughs) 
And I'm glad that you got to hang out with Mark because he is a fun guy, man. Absolutely, man. I've been looking forward to it. Oh, thank you. That makes me feel really good. Not good enough to cancel the restraining order, but pretty good. <laughs> man, I'm going to keep at it. <laughs> you got to keep trying. You got to whittle I'll away. Get you. <laughs> chip away at that stone. Chip away, chip, chip away the giant phallic stone. <laughs> <laughs> Which should have been wood. <laughs> Which should have been wood. <laughs> Clive Barker said next time is going to be wood. No, oh. next time is going to be a wooden totem with a vagina on the top. Vagina on top. Okay. <laughs> well, it was very nice talking with you guys. Absolutely. Likewise. Right. Anything else left to say? Um, yeah, let's uh, let's give Bobby a chance to plug his show and whatever he's oh, up to these days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't forget about that. Um, you can yeah. check me out. Uh, you can check me out on Planet Tour uh, with my partners, Yuck Nasty and Papa Dave Sincere. Uh, we do audio drama in the, uh, in the genre of mostly sci-fi. We do some horror, fantasy, things of that nature, the things that we're all into. Um, Papa Dave finds the stories. He and I read them. Sometimes we'll have a guest actor uh read them yuck nasty is an expert he's a wizard with the production and we're very proud of it so check it out you can find it absolutely anywhere it's called planet raconteur um other than that you can't find me on social media you can try but you know it's it's not nope Uh, i don't i don't do that i stay away from that poison um and that's about all i'm doing right now man i have some uh have some music that I've been working on here and there, but nothing that's even close to being ready to be released. So uh, until then, uh, check me out on Planet Tour. Check out Bobby Blades on Old Guy Metalcast and right here. And that's, that's about it. And they will check you out if they know what's good for them. Yeah, otherwise we'll, them. Yeah, we'll send Mark okay, to their house. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll show up and I'm just going to talk. <laughs> pee on them they'll change their minds really quick you're gonna have to baptize them oh my god i will start drinking water right now <laughs> doing as we speak it's like okay if you want to be a fan of this show you're gonna have to get baptized right Ooh, and i'll eat a lot of was it broccoli <laughs> no i think it's asparagus asparagus that's it yes asparagus yeah broccoli actually has a different effect um, since we're still talking, I'm going to go ahead. If you eat, um, I would say like a cup of broccoli every day after a few weeks, you'll notice that it has a, um, Viagra like effect. I love broccoli, man. Me too. Is that why this desk is, see, I thought my floor was uneven. <laughs> <laughs> You've been eating that broccoli smothered in cheese, haven't you? I have. I thought it was a cheese. Wow. How exciting. <laughs> Walt, come look at this. <laughs> you got to see this. this is the biggest it's ever been. <laughs> Don't go in the other room. Come here. Um, <laughs> call me Rawhead. <laughs> I'll call you Elaine. Um, so, and then so if they want to reach us on Instagram, we're at Midnight Mass Creature Cast. And then... Rob, you got the Gmail going, right? Yeah. If they're feeling really old school and want to send us an email, I know uh, you kids these days don't really do that anymore. It's 
mmccpod at gmail.com. And we would love nothing more than to receive a picture of your phallic statue in your field. Address it to Mark, though. To me, please. Yes. Yes. Care of Mark. Uh, Send all your boobies to Bobby Anthem. Yeah, I I can't see them. Yeah. I just like to have them. Uh, I'll just I'll just describe them to him in great detail. (laughs) Hell yeah. We definitely got to have you back, Bobby. I I hope so. Yeah, this was fun, man. You got to find something else that makes sense for me to be on. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I'll, I will absolutely be here, man. Just just put the word out and I'll be here. We might have to do pumpkin head, all three of us. Oh, my gosh. I would be in heaven. <laughs> I love that film. I remember when uh, me and Bobby did pumpkin head, just a, a very, very short version of it for um, Inhuman Experience. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, I, I'm being serious. That is like one of my, I say that all about every movie I've ever seen. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite films. I'm, I, I love Pumpkinhead. I would be so right there. Well, we'll put we that, we'll put that shit in the pipeline and get it going down the line. Oh, most definitely. That was my stripper name for a while. <laughs> Pumpkinhead. <laughs> Pumpkinhead or pipeline. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of pipeline. It's been taken yet. Pumpkinhead pipeline. <laughs> now i gotta work on the costume i will talk to you guys later all right all right thank you again bobby it was very nice thank you. you absolutely all right okay take care <laughs>